This radio program is PG-13. Parents strongly caution some material may be inappropriate for children under the age of 13. Send me Jesus' mission was to comfort those who mourn, bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to captives, and open prison doors for those who are bound. For those who want more than status quo Christianity has to offer, Blazing Grace Radio begins now. And here is your host, Mike Janung. Hey, Mike Janung here, and welcome back to Blazing Grace Radio. Glad to have you along as always, on this journey of life and this battle we find ourselves in. And today, let's just jump right in because I have a special guest calling in from Finland. In 2018, I went there to, on a speaking tour, and I was blessed to meet Jeff and Aura Elliott. And Aura is a wife and mother of two. She's an entrepreneur, she's a teacher, and she lives in Vesalati, Finland, which is about an hour and a half north of Helsinki by driving. She holds an elected position in the local government there, and Ara and her husband Jeff are our ministry partners for Blazing Grace in Finland, which is where Ara is calling in from right now. So, my friend, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mike. Pleasure to be in the program. Well, great. And so let's jump right in. We talk about pornography a lot on this show, and is that an issue that has affected your marriage, and, and what does that look like? Yes. Um, before we got married, I knew that my husband had had an issue with porn, and I thought that, okay, it's fine, you know, when we get married, it, it will not be there anymore since, you know, we're married, and <clears throat> and that will take care of it. <clears throat> but it didn't, and I always knew if he had been watching porn or has done, um, has masturbated by himself because um, he was always, it changed him into being a distant husband and and uh, just not uh, connecting. And then he was not interested in me physically. There was no tenderness there or attention in any, in any way. He was in his own, own world. So it was like um, having somebody else in your bedroom or having somebody else in your relationship the whole time when he was uh, in the early years when he was still battling with it a lot. Mm. And you said before marriage you knew. How did you know? Did you catch him or did he come on his own? Uh, yes, he. Uh, we talked about it and he said that he struggles with it and... Uh, and I had, um, before that also, through my studies, uh, also uh, had studied on counseling on on people who have the issue with porn. And um, I actually, be- just before we started dating, I had attended a seminar on it as well here in Finland. And um, so I knew something about it, but was naive enough to think that getting married would take care of it. Mm. And how did how did it affect you as you 
walked with him and saw what he was doing? Um, of course, I was I was hurt because there was another woman or a woman in his life, uh, not really in a <clears throat> um, uh, like in a in a physical way, but <clears throat> it was still <clears throat> being unfaithful to me, and and <clears throat> though it was hurtful, and also affected my self-esteem as a woman and and a wife and uh, and a partner um in physical way because i thought that um you know i'm not good enough or not attractive enough or anything so it really uh touches your self-image as well and your whole being and your identity um and of course it was hurtful to think that um i wasn't enough or or I felt that way, and also having the distance also in a spiritual way and also um, in emotional way, and also um, if he had, had been watching porn or had been um, masturbating, then he was also distant in, in such a way that we couldn't really share um, even the daily, the, the everyday things or or discuss about things or the way we <clears throat> connected when he we hadn't when he hadn't done that mm. or had not watched porn so what did your own healing process look like mm, of course it's it was a kind of a rocky path um what was really good was that um he already knew that he struggled with the issue and that um and also that he acknowledged that it was wrong and that um, it's not right for you to do that, especially as a believer and a follower of Christ. And um, and also um, it was a blessing that he found some men in his life who held him accountable and were not judgmental about his problems. And um, so I think that that was really the key and that, that he acknowledged that he has a problem and that he has to deal with it and, and really cut to the core of the, the root reason why um, originally he started watching porn and what was the need that he was replacing in his life. Mm. Yeah, that's a big one too, finding the root issues that are driving it. Yes, and then also being... Um, humble enough to start dealing with those things as well. And um, many times um, you start to peel the reasons and, and get to the roots of it. And it's like peeling an onion that there are so many layers and so many issues and so many things and um, that cause it. And, and also um, for me um, not to be so hurt about it anymore so in my own healing process, what was important was that I, I realized and understood that it's not. I'm not that. I'm not the reason. It's not because of me. Because sometimes, um, uh, if if you're if men are tempted, sometimes also you need to look in the mirror as a as a wife also. And and make sure that you're not the one who's pushing your husband towards that, to the to the bottom of another 
another woman <clears throat> as well. Mm. So <clears throat> that was <clears throat> that was helpful for me, and also that even though um, I always I always knew if he had um, fallen, and um, I still do. He doesn't need to tell me. I just knew it in my spirit that that something's not right, and uh, he's not watching porn anymore. But um, but I still know if he, he's not been buzzing bones in his eyes, or if, if his mind has been wandering. So it's interesting. But if you are if you are um, in the faith and the, and you're together and you pray together, then when he's battling with issue or if he trips, then you know the near spirit without him telling. But uh, but we've always had a policy of of him telling me and anyhow, and I don't I don't ne- I don't ever tell him um, that I know already. Except if if um, it looks like he's not going to bring it up, then mm. I ask him what's wrong or what's going on. So then we can discuss it and pray about it together, and and uh, um, and say that I'm sorry and I forgive you. Well, that's great. You're able to move into reconciliation that fast. Sometimes with many couples, it. It's not that easy, and it takes a while. There's a lot of bleeding. Yes, and it's it's natural, and it's it's very um, because it's very it's a hurtful thing. It hurts your 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 relationship. It hurts the bond that that you have. It's like there's somebody else there who shouldn't be there. Mm. So so it is very hurtful to the core, and it affects all all the areas in, in your life and I think that it's um, that's why it's very difficult to to forgive and um, and let go and also not to not to blame the other person but I think it's also by the by the grace of God it's I've been able to do that and um, I think that even in in the very beginning and I, I know that it's it's rare but I I have not um, held a crutch against him because of that. But I also think that because I knew that before we got married, that um, that was an issue. Um, it helped also in that. And um, and just um, the realization uh, that um, I can't do anything about it. Like, um, well, I can do a lot about it, but, um, but I can't do anything about the... Um, the reason why he originally started watching porn. Mm. That's not, that's not my um, responsibility. It's not my issue. But of course, the fact that it's a problem, that's, uh, that affects the both of us. Mm. And I think that many men think that, you know, it's only my problem. It doesn't affect you as my spouse. But it does because it breaks the, the the bond that you you have in in front of God, mm. but uh, yeah. Well, let's uh, step back a little bit. So, what do you see in the Church of Finland? Are 
Finnish churches talking openly about sex and pornography and <laughs> masturbation, or, no. or what's going on? No. <laughs> no. When I was growing up, you know, um, I'm already in my 50s, so when I was growing up in the 70s, it was uh, taught a little bit, or at least um, you heard it from the pulpit that you should keep your yourself pure and you should wait um, for sex before you uh, until you get married. But then with with all the sexual liberation and the, the traditional Christian values going down the drain, it's not the case anymore. And, and um, I think the last time I heard something being preached at the pulpit or at church on Sunday was when you were here in Finland visiting and you gave a sermon on on the on the topic but usually in public um or even in um in the bible studies if you if you raise the issue people get uncomfortable and start squirming and they really don't want to talk about it and of course it's a sensitive issue but also um in our in our country there are a lot of people who think that it's perfectly fine to masturbate and and turn your your interest towards yourself when um i think that um even if well you have to think about something and usually in your mind you you turn your mind to some pictures of things that you think when you're masturbating and and um and it's it's the same for women as well not only men masturbate and especially in our country the magazines are full of um articles and these are not These are like family magazines for for white audience, and um, there are long articles about solo sex and how liberating and wonderful it is, and and relaxing and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, promoting it. But if we think um, a biblical view about it and what sex should be, it should be a bond um, between you and your spouse. Then. Going solo is definitely not right because you're you're concentrating on your own self and your own pleasure instead of concentrating on your spouse and and giving your spouse pleasure and enjoying it together. So, and even in in church, I have had people come up to me and say, "Oh, but it's perfectly fine to do that, and it's actually part of your." Um, developmental stage that you should masturbate and and uh, learn about yourself mm. and uh, totally natural so it's even encouraged in in many ways and uh, and sadly the church has not really taken a stand about it or or many churches and um, yeah and it's an issue especially in the Also, in the era in time of LGBTQ rights, it's it's an issue, especially in our country now. We have had a member of parliament was uh, sued because she um, published um, a writing in a Christian paper, and also was teaching at um, at a church context about marriage and and and. Uh, Sex being um, be- belonging between husband and wife, and um, and somebody just wanted to uh, district 
restrict her uh, freedom of speech. Mm. So it became a big issue, and it's it's becoming a more and more of an issue as well, not only here in Finland, Finland, but also in in the UK, for example. So I think that then um, believers shy away from speaking about it publicly because they fear the consequences as well. So what is your take on why church leadership is avoiding sex when from Genesis all the way through the end, I mean, Song of Solomon, he's talking about women's breasts. Um, What is your take on why church leadership is avoiding this issue when it's so clearly mandated from Scripture? I think it's also maybe an embarrassing topic or they don't know how to deal with it or they're not, you know, they're not comfortable about it. Maybe they have an issue themselves about it, so then they don't want to touch it or dapple with it because they can't really talk about it truthfully if they're in into it themselves. So, um, and also I think that um, nowadays, because it is a controversial issue, they don't want to rock the boat. And it's much easier to and more pleasant to keep the smooth sailing rather than than talking about the, the real issues and the raw topics that people are, what people are struggling with. And um, because, and it also, if, if you raise the issue and then there are people who come forth and they want help and, uh, and support in their marriages, then it also involves um, time and tears and um, it's painful. It's not always pleasant and it gets dirty and messy. And um, and it it means also that people who are involved in that they need to <clears throat> invest their time in these people. And it's not very, you know, it's much more uh, glorious to talk about all the people who came to faith or how my church has grown in numbers rather than um, talking about how many families we have who are broken and struggling, and then. And we we are helping them, and it's not a quick quick path. It takes years, and um, and if you if you have had an issue with porn and masturbation, then it really um, you know you can't say that okay now now I'm I'm clean from it totally, and I won't be ever ever be tempted again. And 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 it goes for any any. In, in in our lives or temptations, we we always need to keep in mind that we are tempted in in all different ways, and 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 the devil is so clever in that that there are so subtle ways how he's tempting us and leading us. And sometimes, you know, in in our digital world, you you're browsing through something on on the internet, and then all of a sudden this icon or picture pops in and um, and there it is again the issue is there it was much easier in the past when we don't have, have didn't have computers and all that it was easy to toss the Victoria's secret catalogs and and go through the ads that come in the mail and 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 censor them and put them into trash bins mm. like what what we did like Jeff said, don't let me take in the mail. Uh, I I always took the mail in, and I 
went through because I knew that if there were certain pictures that tricked him, not not particularly porn pictures, but but our ads are full of you know sex cells, so there are a lot of pictures and things that are uh, soft porn or um, insinuating that. So then you really have to cut all of those things in your life if you want to be clean mm. and, and stay pure. In Finland, this time of the year, my understanding is that you have less light. There's a lot more darkness. <clears throat> yes. And so do you think people are going to be more liable to be indoors more and even falling deeper into that hole this time of the oh, year? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. And then uh, when it's bleak and, and dark outside, you look for pleasure and things that cheer you up. So <laughs> so it's very easy to fall into that trap. And and just recently um, in the news, um, uh, we there were... Um, the police in- investigations on on these pedophiles as well, and it, it's rising rampantly, and 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 hundreds of kids falling into that as well. And um, it's so easy when everyone is home alone, and the the whole COVID issue as well. Um, you would think that people are at home, so it would be a time to for the family to bond and 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 spend time together, but instead. Everyone is on their devices and and they're lonely and feeling hurt or left alone or whatever, and then they fall into it because it gives them short term pleasure and it affects your brain as well. So you need more and um, and and then the soft stuff is not pleasant enough anymore. It doesn't give you the same oomph or experience of so you you pick yourself deeper into the hole as well. It's just like an alcoholic that first you start drinking on Saturdays and then you drink on Fridays and then, well, let's start on Wednesdays as well a little bit and then, yeah, like any other um, thing that you're hooked on. I think we have around a couple minutes left and I wanted to give time for you to share the story of when you led your church in prayer because to me prayer is a big key to everything. Can you take a minute and share that? Yes. Yes. We often, uh, you know, the the person who's emceeing in our evangelical church or nomination where I attend, uh, the MC is praying and sort of leading the church into prayer together. But, you know, that, you know, your mind wanders and everything. So when I, one, one Sunday when I was emceeing, I, um, I asked people to um, pray together. And I said that, you know, grab two or three or four people around you where you sit. And then I led them through this um, structured prayer that time. But I gave them different topics. I said, no, pray for this issue. And then... <clears throat> And I gave them a few minutes and then pray for this and then pray for that. And now pray for for each other. Um, in general, if you don't want to share anything that's going on right now, but it's really exciting. There was such an ex- excitement in the in the room and people were not um, willing to stop. Mm. And um, it was really exciting. And I thought that, you know, we should really should do more of this and not just let the MC pray. Um, or lead the prayer, and everyone is silent in their pews. But 
but really pray together because it, that's where you can share and it also bonds you spiritually together and, and then you can really feel that we're sisters and brothers in Christ and work together in this and we really can lift one another up. I love it. We have a minute left, so but I want to say I love it because, I mean, the early church was devoted to fellowship, prayer, and teaching, not teaching in the worship band. I love you that you took the, the initiative to make that happen. Yes. So, Aura. In prayer, we, we win the battles beforehand. Amen. So, Aura, 30 seconds. Anything you want to say? Just, um, it's your marriage is worth fighting for, no no matter how dark your secret is and how deep you're in it, it's w- worth fighting. But both of you need to fight. There's, there's a, a role for both spouses, not just the one who's hooked on porn. So mm-hmm. it's definitely pray and fight. It's worth it. That's well said, my friend, and thank you very much for calling in from Finland. And my friends, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. Blazing Grace is a nonprofit international ministry for the sexually broken and the spouse. Please visit us at blazinggrace.org for information on Mike Janung's books, groups, counseling, or to have Mike speak at your organization. You can email us at email at blazinggrace.org or call our office in Chandler, Arizona at 719-888-5144. Again, visit us at blazinggrace.org. Email us at email at blazinggrace.org or call the office at 719-888-5144. 